Hi, everyone, and welcome to Tell's Podcast, my first podcast on sustainable cities. And tonight, I am talking about Brazil and the city of Curitiba. Brazil is the largest country in Latin America and the fifth largest country in the world. The current population estimate for 2019 is approximately 211 million people. The Amazon rainforest and the Amazon River are Brazil's most valuable assets. According to NASA, the Amazon rainforest absorbs about 2.2 billion tons of carbon dioxide per year, which is the equivalent of the emissions from 480 million cars, nearly twice the numbers of cars in the U.S. Brazil has the second largest hydroelectric in the world called Itaipu, but Itaipu is the world's largest generator of renewable clean energy. It generates 98 trillion watts per hour annually if without the need for burning coal or oil. Population growth had dropped a great deal since the 1970s when women had an average of over for children. Today, today, the birth rate is 1.7 births per woman, which is lower than the U.S. rate. It is estimated that this rate will fall to 1.5 by 2034 and remain at that level through 2060. So with all these God-given gifts, you would think that Brazil is one of the best sustainable countries in the world. Unfortunately, it is not. The country of carnival and beautiful landscapes is struggling to sustain its social, economic, and environmental achievements. Over the past decade, Brazil was an example to the world of how to combine rising income and macroeconomic stability with greater social inclusion and lower environmental footprint. Between 2003 and 2013, both poverty and inequality were considerably reduced. Access to education, health, water, and sanitation improved, particularly from the lowest 40% of the population. At the same time, Brazil achieved an 82% reduction in deforestation. After decades of uneven development, it seemed that Brazil was finally able to combine growth, stability, equity, and environmental sustainability. Today, Brazil is facing a deep economic crisis. Brazil is not an emerging country, but unfair and unequal with many poor people. Inequality in income distribution and opportunities for economic and social inclusion is the primary determinant of the high levels of poverty that afflict the Brazilian society. Brazil has experienced the most extended period of increasing inequality in its history, with growth in income concentration for more than 17 quarters. The number of poor grew in the country and reached 23.3 million in 2017. These are people who live on less than $58 per month. High unemployment, which still affects 12 million people, is the leading cause of high inequality. Inequality increases violence, slows growth, increases disbelief, and creates social erosion. The water sector needs improvement in monitoring, analysis, planning, preparation, mitigation, and response capacities. Despite all legal determinations and efforts, improper disposable continues to be common practice in all Brazilian states. In 2017, according to the Ministry of Health, over 258,000 hospitalizations for waterborne diseases were reported in the country, including Zika. Among the various components that make up basic sanitation, such as drinkable water, sewage, and proper disposal of waste, 
access to water is the service that most directly impacts the Brazilian population. The main problems to ensure water supply to the population are uncontrolled growth, especially in the cities and the delay in the construction of the infrastructure. According to the UN, 9 million people starve in Brazil, and more than 5,000 people die each year from malnutrition. On the other hand, obesity rose from 19.9% to 22.3%. This is a contradiction with the food scarcity, but can be explained by the fact that processed foods that are rich in sugar and fat are more accessible to low-income people. Housing. More than 50 million Brazilians live in inadequate housing called slums. Slums are usually characterized by urban degradation, high poverty rates, and unemployment. And they are associated with social problems such as crime, drug addiction, alcoholism, high rates of mental illness, and suicide. 10 million relies on traditional use of biomass. 25% of Brazilian non-renewable energy is mainly represented by gas and coal. However, much of the energy consumed in Brazil comes from some renewable sources, like we talked about before, hydroelectricity. One of the biggest social problems in Brazil is education. This is because there are children who do not have access to elementary school. Four out of four kids don't finish high school, which has significant economic and social consequences. Brazil does not invest in education properly. It invests majority of time in universities and forget that to get there. People need to be able to finish primary school. The Brazilian health system is made up of a complex network of a public-private mix funded mainly by private resources. The public health system that claims to serve all Brazilians in without distinction has flaws in its main programs. Despite the promise to serve everyone, Brazil is one of the least health-conscious countries. Less than $409 per inhabitant in 2012. Hospitals are always full and no doctors available. In 2016, more than 60,000 criminal deaths were recorded, which is an astonishing number of seven murders per hour. Public safety presents itself in an arc of severe and complex problems. The Brazilian constitution does not include public safety. The penitentiary system is very precarious. There are few resources, law enforcement, corruption, low wages, and high crimes. Drug dealers are in charge of the slums. So now let's talk about the most sustainable city in Brazil. Curitiba is the capital of the state of Paraná, has implemented several innovative systems to create jobs, to improve accessibility to public transportation, to promote housing development, and improve waste management. The city has integrated a radial linear branch pattern by diverting traffic from the city center and protecting green areas. Curitiba started a bus rapid transit BRT system and established the industrial city of Curitiba CIC on the west side of the city, which has a strict environmental regulation and does not allow pollution from industries. The benefits of the systems are as follows. Reduced transport time per capita income loss due to severe traffic is approximately 11 and 7 times lower than the cities of Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro. The creation of CIC has created about 50,000 direct and 150,000 indirect jobs, and about 20% of states' exports are from CIC. Curitiba's fuel consumption is 3% lower than in other large cities in Brazil. 
The socio-economic and environmental elements of sustainable development in Curitiba have been facilitated by integrated land use and public transportation. To improve the quality of the lives of its citizens, Curitiba decided to enhance the green areas and recreational facilities within the city, including parks and bicycle paths. Curitiba has several innovative programs in solid waste management, including recyclable and non-recyclable waste. Money raised through the sales of recyclable support social programs such as food and shelter for the homeless. Lesson learned in the Curitiba case, leadership and continuity. The mayor of Curitiba has focused on urban planning. With a good transportation system, education and healthcare, everyone feels respected. Brazil is a country of vast reserve of biodiversity and an extensive hydrologic system. However, despite the forest's importance and biodiversity, hub and carbon sink, deforestation levels surpass critical level. Brazil needs to overcome its development challenges and retake the path to inclusion, growth, and sustainability. That is every reason to hope. Thank you, everyone, for listening to my podcast, and see you next time.